With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Con Racing. Welcome in to another edition of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. We're live here in the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel Casino. And Brendan, before we start recapping Pocono and start talking about this week we, at Road a, America, we got a little bit, some a big, little bit of news. Some big news no, in the sport. Was it big? Today. It was huge was news in the sport. Uh, Trackhouse Racing, Justin Marks and Who? Pitbull. Who? Yeah, well, Pitbull. A lot okay. of people heard of Pitbull. Uh, they bought... Chip Ganassi's entire NASCAR team. And that news has just come down this week. I'll tell you what, you know, certain things in the sport, it's amazing how certain things in the sport can be so well hidden. Um, you know, when you talk, Roger Penske's always the king. Very few things escape Roger Penske's organization. The Brad Keselowski, Jack Roush news, well, that's not Roger's organization that leaked it. That was somebody else. But, you know, he or, was always Or been, maybe Brad himself. Uh, good point. <laughs> but, I mean, those are things that, you know, he's always been so good at that. This came out of left field, Motley. I didn't hear even a rumbling well, of this. I, I'm wondering if this really came together very quickly. I mean, this could no, have listen. been one of those deals where Justin Marks and Chip Ganassi put a deal together in 72 hours. No, no, no. You don't put a deal this big together that quick. But here's what I don't understand. A week ago, we're racing in Nashville. Okay. Justin Marks does an interview with yep. a number of media outlets and talked about how his dream is to put a race his race team in Nashville. In Nashville. So then he goes and buys a but big listen, shop but in his, North Carolina. Listen to his interview. He said he doesn't know what sort of facility he would have in Nashville. But he would have a facility in Nashville. Now, remember, I had that big dream of building the race shop on the Las Vegas Strip and doing all these things. Very similar to what, what Justin's saying. And it's a brilliant idea. Like, I am super excited if he gets it done. But he said then, you must have a facility in North Carolina. What he puts in Nashville is yet to be seen. But he just bought himself an amazing facility in North Carolina. He no longer is going to be sharing a space at RCR. He's no longer going to be, you know, kind of, here's your corner of the shop, here's your row. He has just bought an entire race organization that is one of the premier names. I mean, Chip Ganassi in the world of racing is a captain of our industry. I mean, he's huge. Well, and, and a few nuts and bolts about the thing. One other thing that comes along with this, Chip Ganassi has two charters. 
That's right. And and Justin Marks Trackhouse did not have a charter going into this That's year, right. so they bought the two charters. They are going to continue to use the uh, Childress engines, which they've been yep. using. But the other key to this, and they've already announced this, they're going to run a two-car team next year. Well, and, Daniel, and Daniel Suarez is going to be in one of those cars. Now, that leaves a young driver like a Ross Chastain and a veteran driver like a Kurt Busch. Um, so I look at it two ways. I say, okay, if you don't want to spend a lot of money, then you're going to sign Ross Chastain. But if you want to have a mentor for Daniel and pay a little bit more money, Kurt's probably got one more year left in him. Look, or do you go completely away from either one of them? There's so many moving parts of this. And and I listened to Ty Norris on some of the NASCAR uh, channels this week, and Ty was saying, look, the partners. They, and and they Ty ca- Norris is basically the general manager at Trackhouse Racing. Yes. Ty worked with Dale Earnhardt, worked with Michael Waltrip Racing for years, came from the R.J. Reynolds-Winston background. That's right. Now, I'll leave that part alone. Um, but Ty Norris, Ty Norris was saying that this is the first even some of the partners – we're hearing about this deal. So, you know, you look at the sponsors that Chip Ganassi has. He has McDonald's. He has Capital One. They have Monster. Uh, Monster. They have they have a lot of contracts with with companies that now, you know, can say, hey, they, they have now there's an out for these companies or there's an in. So there's going to be a feeding frenzy for these sponsors. The Roger Penske's, the Rick Hendricks, the the you know the Richard Childress's of the world. Everybody's going to be saying, hey. Here's a shot to gain some sponsors. So Trackhouse is going to have to work fast to shore up those sponsorships to keep those things going. And the, some of that, there's a lot of moving pieces. A lot of that's dry. Like Monster is only there because of Kurt. I mean, well, Kurt, uh, Kurt yes. brought the Monster deal to Ganassi. So if they want Monster at Trackhouse, they're going to have to probably bring Kurt over there. I mean, but, so some but of the rest the of it. I mean, other than those, and even those, some days disappear out by the wayside. You never know. I mean, with the backers that that. Trackhouse has. I mean, you've got Carlos Slim, you've got Pitbull. You know, he probably has some other hidden people in there. And, that, and for people who don't know who Carlos Slim is, he's kind of like Warren Buffett, Bill Gates rolled into one in Mexico. Just so. Type in Carlos Slim and see what pops up. Yes. Uh, you know, that is who who he's is not the, eating ramen noodles every. No, night he's not eating ramen noodles, and he's not <laughs> slim. Uh, but you know, it's it's amazing. This I can't believe a deal of this size. Was able to be sprung like that. It's just it's phenomenal to me. Phenomenal. It is amazing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone here in Gone Racing. We just talking about the news of the week with uh, Justin Marks, Trackhouse Racing buying out Chip Ganassi Racing. But Brendan, we got to start talking a little bit about what happened last what weekend. <laughs> what we're here for, and uh, we had a doubleheader last weekend at, at Pocono, and I think in both races. We saw two incredibly bizarre things. Number one, we saw Kyle Larson, who had been so dominant. You learn you can't take anything for granted until you actually take the checkered flag. He blows a tire going into the final turn on the final lap. Alex Bowman is there to capitalize. Molly, I am am on the phone. I am texting with Pete Pistoni, who I do my fantasy racing show with, and, and our producer. And with three to go or four to go, I text... Got him. Man, Larson's in in such a role. Oh, my goodness. Man, this kid is on fire right now. Wow. Boom. What? What? I mean, he's coming to the checkered. He can see the checkered waving, and he's hitting a turn three wall. But you want to talk about the the, – remember the old Jimmy Johnson horseshoe we used to talk about? You know how Jimmy had that horseshoe that just, you know, wouldn't go nowhere? You want to talk about a horseshoe with Kyle Larson. Here's a guy who was second, second, second. First, 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 first. first, 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 To count the all-star race. To count the all-star race. And he blows a tire, but he does it in turn three on the last lap at Pocono and still gets a top ten finish. I mean, 
couldn't, and then has because he tore his car up so bad, has to start last the next day and still fought all the way back to finish second. And speaking of Sunday's race, unbelievable. So now we got a guy, Kyle Bush, who wins on Sunday with the car only in fourth gear. And I actually would argue that if his car was shifting normally, he does not win no, that race. Because that look, if we're not talking betting for a second, the restart that he had at the end, he his team basically pitted off sequence. So they, they had they, they came in and topped off because they knew they had to start last because right. they couldn't shift. So they, they had to come from the back. So what it enabled Kyle to do is time the start and be in fourth gear at full speed. Yeah, but so he, by the he missed it dreadfully. The team, they'd taken the green flag, okay. and he was just coming off turn three. Yeah, but he missed it, but at least he was up to speed running. But that was not the most important part. The most important part is he had one extra lap, lap of, of fuel, fuel which considering Kurt Busch ran out and Denny Hamlin ran out and Harvick and Kozlowski and those guys had a bit. Awesome. Kyle just had enough. And what do I say about Kyle Larson when he races or practices? He's great the next day. Huh? There you go. Well, but we we, we broke, talk about what happened. Yet. Well, we mainly broke down the Saturday race, so let's talk about Saturday. Another one of our double-digit double digit winners, Alex Big Bowman, one. came in eighteen to one to win the race, which I still think those were ridiculously high odds on a guy who's now won three races we this said year. That then, who seems to be in contention every week. He was plus five hundred for a top three, plus two seventy to win Group B, and his only two head-to-head matchups. He was a plus one ten against Kevin Harvick. Um, not much to be won on his head-to-head against Brad Keselowski at minus one thirty-five. Now, Brendan, I think we're down to seven races left before in the regular season. Now we have seven left in the regular I think it's season. Eight. Oh no, because this is double header. Double header. So we have yeah. seven yeah. races left. So I do believe you're pretty much going to have to give up the ghost of having 16 not, different winners. Because I refuse to give that up. We, I refuse to give it we up. Have, we have only had 11, and we've got two more road courses to go. Right. Which we'll get either to Larson, we'll get to Bush, Elliott, we'll or Truex will win those two road course we'll races. So, um, looking at the others, um, Kyle Busch on Saturday was a plus 215 for a top three. And William Byron, a plus 275. He was the beneficiary getting in the top three with the crash out by Kyle Larson. But when you look at the top 10 from Pocono on Saturday, it's kind of what we would call in in the in the in the sports betting industry chalk. That is chalk. That's a chalk. I mean, the That's rest a chalk of board right there. Denny Hamlin, Ryan Blaney, Kurt Busch, Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson, Brad Keselowski. Not one surprise. Anywhere in that top ten? No, that was that was a very standard top ten right there, and 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 it, which we have not had lately. Lately, we have had some really unique uh, and great, surprising top ten your drivers in there. That was an old school for the last three years chalk top ten. You know, you look at I mean, even calling Alex Bowman, William Byron because they have become chalk, and that uh, that was there. What I like is is we we got and I think we have a graphic for this about. Remember, we said watch Saturday. Right. Well, before we get – think about this now. When we when we hit the Sunday, we had to invert the top 20. That's right. That's and right. Kyle Larson had to start at the rear of the field because of his, his crash. It was several guys. He was certainly the most important one. Yes, so he was. Now I'll let you take the but, ball and run with but it. But we, we were talking about how watch Saturday, and that will be definitely a huge uh, uh, knowledge base for what's going to happen Sunday. Well, you look at Sunday's races, and you coincide seven of the top ten on Saturday – we're in the top 10 on Sunday. The only newcomers in this whole group, you got a Bubba Wallace. It was a fuel mileage race. or you know, So he got up there. Nice job. First top five for Michael Jordan, that, that 23X1. Ryan Priest had a great fuel mileage run coming from 23rd Saturday to there. And Tyler Reddick was 11th. Not a shocker there. Not, no, I, mean, I think for Bubba, that was a great run. And obviously yes. Ryan Priest, that was a huge shot in the arm for that team. Uh, no, absolutely. But we, we talked about it as... 
place. That's why we said, man, if we could bet, we'd be betting Sunday off of Saturday. And my theory of Kyle Busch, how many times have we said this? Kyle Busch practices or races. No, he, he had a race. He ran the truck race. And then and he got to cup run race. two cup races. And and he won the second cup race with a brilliant fuel mileage. With a first and a second. Unbelievable. Yeah, you know, he had a first and a second in his yeah. two. And so I think Kyle Busch is now becoming a guy to be contended with, no question. And, and speaking of the Bush brothers, Kurt has now moved into the top 16 ahead of Chris the- Buescher. Because as we have been saying, Kurt has run well. Kurt has had more bad luck. And now what we've seen over the last three races – Kurt's not having the same amount of bad luck. He runs well on road courses. We know he's got two of those. He's a good super speedway racer. We've still got Daytona left in this in this well, deal. So, and a couple weeks ago, you actually were saying, got three road course races left before right. the post. Excuse me. Watkins and a couple Glenn, weeks ago, we were saying it looked like there was a big gap now between that 16th place driver and and the playoff. We were saying, oh, they might be win territory. Well, no. Look who else has gotten himself in there a little more solid. Tyler Reddick. He's sitting in there in 15th place. He's got a 40 point buffer. 50-point buffer even over 17th. He's got one spot of a buffer, and he's moved himself into, I'm not going to say safe, but he absolutely has, has pushed himself up. Chris Boucher has been falling down. Daniel Suarez has been climbing up. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. been climbing up. There's still a long way to go. But these things have shaken up quite a bit, Jeff, since we said, oh, look like, you know, Kurt was fading and all that. It, these things have shuffled a big way. And as we keep having repeat winners, no one is happier about that than Denny Hamlin because he is now only two points ahead of Kyle Larson in the overall point standings. And how he's still holding that with the run Kyle Larson has had. Well, and here's the other thing. I think everyone was saying, look, if Denny Hamlin doesn't run well at Pocono, we should be concerned about Denny Hamlin because Pocono has always been, been his track. But he actually was he solid. He was solid he both days well. at Pocono. Yeah. Now, now, we're not going to really talk much more about Pocono, and there's a reason why we're not going to talk as much about Pocono, correct? Because we used to compare Pocono to another race on the schedule. Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Um, but oh, yeah, no. We're not going to be we'll, racing we'll, hey, we'll on compare that, track. that one. We'll compare that one to Road America. Exactly. There we go. Road America. Well, anyway, we, well, actually, probably the Daytona road course, the Roval that you hate in there, Charlotte. Uh, you know, you just hate the name of it. There but, were, the group results had some big winners for us. You know, we, we did have a, a couple dogs, and we had a couple big returns. And these are on Saturday group results. The, the Saturday yeah, groups. Saturday group results. Remember, we, we do Saturday groups. And, and I was the, the one I wanted to make sure we pointed out was Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez won Group D at, as the dog at plus 285, and your guy, Kurt Busch, at plus 315. Won that group, so those are two guys that they were they were dogs in their group, and you know had a good return. And Bubba Wallace won Group F. We've been dogging Bubba, but he he won Group F. And uh, there are people even like, on Saturday. There are people like you and I who kind of uh, got a bad beat there. I think on the Group A because I think you and I both picked William Byron, who loses by one spot to Kyle Busch on Saturday. That, so. And we but we got the worst beat when we lost. To, we well, both had when we Kyle both had Larson Kyle Larson winning, win and the pit crew came through with William Byron getting a top Ugh. three after uh, Kyle Larson crashed. So. Anyway, um, do you want to talk points at all for just a second? We want to talk points. We can talk a little bit. We've been talking points points a little bit. I I don't think we're, I think right now we talked a little bit. Right now it's just really that battle for 16th, 15th, 16th place. Because I think the guys now that have got wins, they're they're pretty well locked in. But you still look at a couple names. We talked about, you know, you're making fun of me not being able to get the 16 wins. Denny Hamlin, who would have thought that Denny Hamlin at this point would not have a win? And Kevin Harvick, if you'd have told me at the start of this season to bet, that we would be seven races left to the playoffs, and Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin would not have a win. I would have laid the farm on that. I mean, unbelievable. Those two guys still no wins. And so, I mean, a sneaky winner here 
could still, you know, throw throw a wrench into the works for some of these guys. But it's going to take more than one sneaky winner now. Yeah, I mean, we've got seven races call, left. I wouldn't call we, Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon, or Kurt Busch a sneaky winner right now. No, but even if those three win and Harvick and Hamlin win, well, then there's your 16 guys. But we're not getting to 16, Brendan. I told you that when the season started. I'm telling you that now. I'm sticking to it. We're not getting I'm just saying, we're not getting to 16. I'm playing devil's advocate. Well, and speaking of getting to 16, and we said there are seven races left, the next five races coming up is, is a really nice mix, sort of. We have three of the next five races are road courses. We're going to go this weekend to Road America, which we're going to start talking about in just a second. Then we're going to go to Atlanta Motor Speedway. First time we've raced there twice in one year in a long time. Long time. Two races in about four months there in Atlanta. Then we're going to go to New Hampshire Motor Speedway. It's the only trip there, uh, a, a great racetrack. It's always competitive. Then we're going to take a two-week break so NBC can televise the Olympics, and we're going to come back and do two road courses. One at Watkins Glen, and the other one is going to be, and I think Brendan just banged his knee on the desk, and he may be on the injured <laughs> list. He may be on the disabled list for the next uh, 10 days. Um, but anyway, Watkins Glen it comes up right after the Olympic break. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Bre Hi, everybody. Brendan didn't hurt that bad when he flipped upside down at Talladega. <laughs> and, uh, and Indianapolis Motor Speedway on the road course is going to be there. Now, so three the of the next five. Really cool. Right, so three of the next five are on road courses. But, Brendan. Let, let's talk about three of the next five on road okay. courses for a second, though. We're not just talking road courses like NASCAR traditionally, right? You had Watkins Glen and you had Sonoma. We're talking Road America, one of America's preeminent road courses, one of the world's preeminent road courses. Watkins Glen, who is one of the most famous ones in America. It's an old school NASCAR one, so they know it. But then you go to Indianapolis Motor Speedway's road course. I mean, this we're not talking just we added some some little bitty road courses here that they like, ah, let's give we're talking bigs of the big in, in road racing. Absolutely. This, this Iconic is, tracks. And and the Xfinity guys have raced on that road course at Indianapolis. They've raced on Road America. Right. Cup guys have raced at Road America. Yeah, we, we did some digging for you folks. We can talk about Road America now. We did some digging, Mr. Motley and I. We we had a question last week when the last time there was a cup race in the state of Wisconsin. And there's been one in the history we of found the state it. of Wisconsin. We 1956. Found it. 1956 at Road America. And who won? Do you remember? Uh, you, Mr. Tim Flock. Tim Flock. In a Tim Bill Flock, Stroud car. A NASCAR Hall of Famer. Tim, Tim Flock. And there were a number of who's who's in that race. Oh, Fireball Roberts, Marvin Pants. Buck uh, Baker. Buck Baker was in that race. Rex White. A lot of, uh, a lot of big name guys we, were in that I, race. Just, I could not believe. And Motley, for those, Wisconsin, look, we all know Wisconsin. If, if you don't know, if you're a race fan, Wisconsin has some of the greatest race fans in the world. Never a cup race at the Milwaukee Mile. The oldest race course in America is the Milwaukee Mile. And not a start at Milwaukee Mile and Cup. Well, we won't start talking about the about hmm. the odds until the next next break. So we got about four minutes left in this, and I want you to take everyone a little bit through Road America. And one thing I want to point out, uh, in case you guys are not aware, uh, Brendan got his first ever Xfinity Series win at Road America in 2014. We might even have a photo or well, we have there video. Oh, look, we have video. So if you're watching us on Veasan. Dot com right now you can see video of Brendan winning that race uh, which Brendan talked about how he was such a good racer in the rain and it looks very sunny as that, I'm, uh, the, the end of that race it dried up he's no. dry, he, he's on rain tires in the sun right and that's yeah, but, Chase Elliott your but notice where I'm driving is that I'm Chase Elliott your no that was that we already passed him by then so that's Alex Tagliani was nope, the guy Tagliani is with? coming in the screen right here one more lap Tagliani gets us we uh you know what? What was fun about this race? This race course for the oh, folks at Chase home. Oh, there's Chase Elliott. I see him getting bumped off the course bumped by off somebody course. there. What, so. What's great about this race course is the 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 ability to 
penalize mistakes. And that, I think, is what's been missing from the NASCAR road racing scene for decades until recent memory. So, you know, it's really fun to say I got the win there, but I've been going there since I was a teenager. You were skinny when you got out of that car. I don't know about a skinny, but I was skinnier. How's that? Uh, I think we just declined that I was skinny in a long time uh, since I was racing Indy cars in the 90s. Um, but no, I mean, the, the fun part about this racetrack, Jeff, is it's got such elevation change. So if you're a race fan, you want to watch something this weekend. Some people say, oh, it's a road, it's so long. You can't. Those guys are gone. You watch this race course. It is so much fun to watch these guys. Jeff, turn five is a downhill by 85 feet in a braking zone. So you're going 160 miles an hour, and you hit the 500-foot mark, and you hit the brakes, and you go downhill. Sounds a little bit like turn 12 at Coda. It's well, but worse uh, because because Coda is a gradual downhill, and and uh, the folks on Vsin are getting the whole you know hand motion because yeah, like, all you NASCAR yeah. drivers only know how to but, talk with your hands. But, <laughs> but at, at Road America, it's so quick; it's just a drop off. It's a hill, so one of the most difficult places. And that's where, if you've watched an Xfinity race, you've watched everybody blow that turn in turn five. Then you come up to turn six; it's uphill, blind corner under a bridge. You go to turn seven, super high speed, hitting curbing. You go to the carousel there, and then forget about that. You have the fact one of the scariest turns in our sport, and it's barely a turn. It's called the kink. The kink there, I've driven it in an open-wheel car, a sports car, and it's, it's difficult. Nothing is as difficult as the kink in a stock car. It is absolutely flat-out frightening. It's such a fun place to race, and the fans up there get it. They get that it's okay not to see a car for two minutes. Well, it doesn't I, bother them. And I think that's one thing we have to point out. There's only been one cup race in the state of Wisconsin, but when you look at the state of Wisconsin, whether you're talking about going back to Dick Trickle, Dave Marcus, Alan Kulwicki, Ted Musgrave, I mean, uh, Travis Quapple, Matt Kenseth. I mean, uh, the number of guys who have come out of Wisconsin uh, to be racers. I mean, Wisconsin is a NASCAR hotbed, hotbed, even though it really hasn't had any. And I'm going to be just honestly, to me, a, a road course in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin on 4th of July to me. Oh, dude. It just screams flag-waving, grilling. It's sponsored by Johnsonville. They got the Johnsonville Bridge. Johnsonville is from Wisconsin. Your 4th of July weekend with all these all these Wisconsinites and the, all these voracious NASCAR racing fans that are going to be everywhere. You're going to see the most American flags you've probably seen in a while. You're going to see these guys absolutely having the best time ever. And I... That, uh, Pete Pistoni is going to be there this weekend because he, he lives in Chicago. MRN setting him up. He said they're already calling for 150,000 people is what they expect for Sunday's race. Well, I'm looking forward to grilling That's out. Awesome. A, I'm looking forward to grilling out a few brats myself. I may have a few make cheese, a few sports bets, some, some cheese curds to uh, a couple curds, to a couple sports bets, and, and I'm there. Else. All right, when we come back on Gone Racing, we'll start breaking down the odds to win and finish in the top three. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside my good friend Brendan Gone, and we are breaking down this weekend's, in not the inaugural, but the first visit in 65 years by the NASCAR <laughs> Cup Series to Road America, which, uh, if you're not familiar with it, is in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin, which is kind of way up in the northeast part of uh, Wisconsin. It's north of Milwaukee and like we'll up near no, like... It's not northeast, it's central. But, they call it central, but it's yes. north central kind of. It's north of Madison. It's up like you're going... It's hey. like, you know, it's it's north of Madison and it's west of Green Bay. Yes. Is that fair? Yes. Okay, all right. So if you're trying to figure out your Wisconsin... There's a lot more geography. state over there, but you know. All right, so I've we're going to get into the odds to win the race. And I... We were talking off air actually, before we even started the Shocker. show. We were sitting in the in the booth in the sports book, and I said, "Look, one of four guys is going to win the race." And I hadn't even looked at the odds yet. And the four guys in single digits are the four guys I said are going to probably win the race. Chase Elliott coming in at a plus two fifty. He's kind of become the road course king, uh, you know, over the last few years. Even though this year has not been quite as good to him. Uh, Kyle Larson, who dominated our last road course event at Sonoma Raceway, coming in plus three fifty. Martin Truex Jr., who always seems to be battling with Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson for wins on road courses at plus 600. And Kyle Busch, who will run the Xfinity race on Saturday, will get a practice session in and will get a qualifying session in before the race on Sunday. And we've always talked about when Kyle Busch gets practice or Kyle Busch runs a truck or an Xfinity race, he is always much better on Sunday. Those are our single digits, guys. We'll look at the double-digit guys. Joey Logano, 12-1. to Denny Hamlin, 14 Pretty long odds on some pretty good racers here. William Byron, 22. Alex Bowman, 25. A.J. Allmendinger coming up for the Xfinity Series at 25. Then Ryan Blaney, Kevin Harvick at 30. Brad Keselowski, 35. Christopher Bell, 40 to 1. Kurt Busch, who I think is much better than Christopher Bell or Brad Keselowski on a road course, also at 40 to 1. Austin Sendrick will be racing this race at 40 to 1. A couple more long shots. Ross Chastain, uh, Tyler Reddick at 66, and Chris Buescher at 80 to 1. 
You know, let me let me bring up the Christopher Bell thing. Everybody talked about Christopher Bell. You know, he won the Daytona Road Course earlier this year. Only because Truex and Elliott screwed but, it but up. But still, I mean, he had to be there. But he's got, I mean, his other finishes are in the 20s. Um, in the Xfinity Series, Christopher won an Xfinity race on a road course. So he, he was good. But I, I think he's gotten a lot of hype, and his 40 to 1 odd, I think, is proper there. What makes him better than Kurt Busch? I mean, makes him the same as Kurt Busch. To me, Kurt Busch is a much more accomplished road racer than Christopher but, Bell. But, you know, because Christopher has, has got that win under his belt and this and that. What I look at, I think we talked about it the last time we were on a road course, or we didn't because he wasn't in the field. But A.J. Allmendinger, this is not a one-time, part-time team. You know, they show up once in a while, their equipment's mediocre, and, you know, they got a, a pit crew. That's, this is A.J. Allmendinger with colleague racing with their full-time colleague team, and he is in a stout Chevrolet. He's 25-1. to 1. Alex Bowman. 25 to 1. Very hot right now. 10 races, 10. He has 10 road course starts, six top 10 finishes in those 10 starts. Now they're all eight, nine, tens, but another one. And and Ryan Blaney is a stud of a road racer. He is. I mean, he's actually he won at Charlotte. Didn't he win the first Roval race? Now, granted, well, he, that was the that Jimmy was, that Johnson. Was the, fam- the famous Martin Truex Jr. But as but he you was said, there to win. He had he to was, be in position. He had to be in position. And he was running third. So, I mean, there's some huge numbers on some guys. And look, you want to take a full-on flyer. I'm impressed they put him at 40 to 1. Austin, Austin Sindrick. Sindrick. He's in a Penske car with a full Penske team. And Austin Sindrick is one of the most accomplished road racers for as young as he is. There's not many people on on that list more accomplished. And if you him. don't believe it, go watch how well he ran the road course at Indianapolis in the Xfinity series, because the guy's uh the guy is tremendous. So I, I think there's some great numbers there on some of these long shots, but, but truth be told, I will be shocked if the winner does not come out of those top four in the single digits. It'll be impressive. I, I mean, it, it, it could happen. But I'd do a top three bet on him much easier than a win. But now let's move on to the top threes. Now, we got a negative number again this week. Duh. Chase Elliott yeah. is a minus 143. Kyle Larson's plus 100, which really isn't that much different than – I mean, that's yeah, well, not yeah. a lot to be gained there either. And Martin Tricks Jr., plus 160. And Kyle Busch, plus 215. All of those guys clearly there at the top. We got other longer numbers there, plus 325 on Joey Logano, plus 375, Denny Hamlin. But the ones I like, William Byron, plus 600. Bowman, plus 650. Allmendinger, plus, plus 650. 650. Blaney Harvick, plus 800. I mean, those numbers, I do think – those guys can get a top three because somebody in that big four, those top four, somebody's going to have trouble. Look, I mean, Christopher Bell, I just kind of poo-pooed him and and, and Kurt Busch, you know, same thing as Austin, 10 to 1. Ross Chastain has had a hell of a run this year on road courses. Two top fives on the road courses. He is 16 to 1 for, for a top five or for a top three finish there. You wonder if the, if the news of the week serves as motivation or if it kind of makes everybody go. That boy don't need much more motivation well, to I watch think, him drive well, race, I, tell you what, I think the crews are going to be trying to get a job. So sure. I think they're going to be looking at that. So, all right, we may finish up the top threes and we'll get into the driver head-to-heads when we come back.
Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gaughan here in Gone Racing. Going into segment three, talking about this weekend's race at Road America in Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. Uh, let's just touch on finish up our top threes, and we're going to get into head-to-heads. Uh, we kind of went through some of the favorites, but Brendan, there's some guys who've got some longer odds here. we got Michael McDowell, 18-1. to 1. Chase Briscoe, who certainly proved himself in the Xfinity Series. And, and one thing I want to point out about a guy like Chase Briscoe, he has a lot of experience at Road America. Yes, he does. Because he has raced there in the last several years. The Xfinity Series has been going there for, for quite Forever. some time. And he's raced everything else under the sun there. And Chase Briscoe, another one of those guys like Austin, came from that background. Really good there. And you're missing one down that list. Well, Daniel Suarez. There you go. There you got another one, 20 to 1. Uh, another guy I think that's uh, that's worth taking a look at. So there's some guys, I think, even on the long odds, on the, on the uh, top threes that are certainly worth looking at. Eric Almirola, it's a big number, 40 to 1. You talked about how much Austin Dillon hates road courses, but Austin Dillon has run better on road courses this year than he has been running in the past, and he's 40 to 1. Two career best finishes for Austin this year. Now, I told you, I'm going to be rooting for Austin. I've been trying, you know, it, it, it's a far cry from a top three. Well, I understand. I understand. But, but he's 40 to 1. But he's 40 to 1. But uh, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Austin Dillon getting his first top 10 on a road course this week because I think he can do it, and I'm excited about that. That's just personal By the way, I hate to ask conjecture this. there. Have we looked at a weather forecast, though, for this weekend? I you know what you talk about you start the head to heads and I'm going to look that up. All right, well we're going to move along to head to heads while while Brendan is playing Al Roker over here and trying to look up uh, <laughs> some weather forecasts. That, hey, that comes into play in this race in a big it, way. It, well, it absolutely could, and we've seen it already come into play this year. So looking at the driver head to heads, uh, well, again, there's cer- certain guys if you want to try to go the don't line, but we don't have quite as many of them. Actually, the guy that would be an interesting don't line bet right now, Brendan, Joey Logano. No, I'm just going to go down the middle column. We've got Denny Hamlin plus 120 against Joey Logano. William Byron plus 135, Joey Logano. Alex Bowman is plus 140. And A.J. Allmendinger is plus 130, all against Joey Logano. And his negative numbers, minus 140 against Hamlin, minus 155 um, on Byron, minus 160 on Bowman, and minus 150 on Allmendinger. Uh, Joey Logano's last six road races, ninth, second, second, third, and fourth. So you're all, you're you're buying. I'm just saying you're buying there, on Joey there's, Logano. There's a reason why he's he is the favorite in all those, and Joey has not been. We don't give him a lot of love. But nor those a lot of numbers are big. Those are big that's favorite big numbers. Head. That's not plus one tens no, we're talking about no. here. No, but you look you look at the guys he's going up against. Other than Almondinger, which I think should be a little closer than one thirty one fifty. Um, the rest of those Joey deserves that. He's been running like he's doing that. And and your update on the weather right now it says there is. An, uh, 8% chance of rain on Sunday, but Monday there's a 40%. So if the weather moves in quicker, there is a chance right now saying no rain on Sunday. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Now, let's look at our big four that we talked about. Yep. Kyle Larson is even in a head-to-head against Chase Elliott's minus 120. That's Martin Trix Jr., plus 130 against Elliott's minus 150. Truex, plus 110 against Kyle Larson's minus 130. And Kyle Busch, plus 120 against Truex's minus 140. You know, Truex was, people forget that Truex suddenly became the road racing guy for a little bit, right? Now, he's cooled a little bit since his his first, second, seventh, third, seventh, then he's been 12th, 35th, and then third again at Sonoma a couple weeks ago. And that 35th, he crashed himself out. Crashed himself out. Daytona, like, just ran into the wall. And the 12th, the the 12th, I think, was... uh, was I think he was leading. I think he was leading the one that he finished 35th when he hit the wall. Uh, yeah, it, there, a couple of his runs have have finishes that weren't of his own doing. Um, 
But, you know, Larson or Truex has been cool because Chase Elliott, six wins in the last 10 road races. Six wins. That's unheard of in our sport. Nobody's been able to do that. So Chase Elliott, you know, being the favorite against those guys, but all it takes is one mistake. Just one. And that's what can really happen to you on a road course. You know, Chase Elliott finished second at Sonoma, but he clearly was the second best car. Kyle Larson was much better than Chase Elliott, and we really had not seen Kyle Larson becoming this terrific road racer, but I thought he was quite impressive at Sonoma. Kyle's got eight starts in the last ten races, five top tens. You know, the win that he just had and three top fives. But Larson's a good road racer, but with everything he's got going on right now, you know, that's that's but there's there's one number on the far right side of this page that just kind of sneaks in there under the radar. AJ Allmendinger versus Denny Hamlin. Now, Denny, ten races, five top fives. But Denny Hamlin is I think that right there, the minus one thirty Denny plus one ten AJ Allmendinger. I like that. That's that's a sneaky little bet right there. What, what, which one do you like? I like Almondinger. Uh, because De- Denny, yes, he's got five top tens, and you're going off of the A.J. Almondinger. Most of the time when you see a guy like a Dinger, it's in a different equipment team. It's not with a full-time, good, great pit crew. It's not all those things. So no way you'd put a team like that up against Denny. But Denny in the last couple races, he's got a second, then a 15th, then a third, then a 14th, then an eighth. Denny is, and Denny has never been to Road America. A.J. Almondinger been here quite a bit. Well, and I was going to say the one thing that Almondinger's got is experience over some of these guys there. And you're right, he's in a in a better car, so I, I, I can, I I can like give you that. that. But it's still sometimes it's hard for me to go against the big established team in a situation like that. I, and normally, I normally I agree with that, except in this case, Colleague Racing. And they are they have announced they're moving to the Cup they're Series next cup. year. They've already bought charters. I think Justin Haley is going to be their driver, and AJ is has bought into the race team, but is keeping himself in, in Xfinity, Xfinity next year, which is kind of interesting. So maybe AJ likes having his Sundays off. So all right, let's start talking about the groups here before we uh, we end this segment. And Group A, holy smokes, <laughs> we've got our big four in they Group put them A. Head to head. They put the big four head to head against each other, which I think is brilliant. I love I, it. I love it. It's, but look it's, at the. Turn on Kyle. Kyle Busch and Martin Trix Jr. And honestly, wow. I think Kyle Busch should be the favorite over Martin Trix Jr. The, I, give the odds. I mean, that's just. And Kyle Larson, how about, I mean, look, I know Chase Elliott's won six of the last ten road course races or whatever, but the way Kyle Larson ran at Sonoma and the way Kyle Larson has been running all year long, it is very, very hard not to want to take Kyle Larson anytime he's not the favorite in something. I mean, a plus 205 to Chase to a plus 375 to Kyle. Big spread, 243-10 in the middle. It's the big four, but is 375 enough to entice me on Kyle? And like you said, Kyle Larson, is he hotter than Chase Elliott on the road course right now? Well, he was for one race. Okay. You know, we, we really don't have enough data points. I think the fact that— But who's been hotter in the sport as a whole right well, now? Well, no one is hotter than Kyle, Kyle Larson. Larson. I mean, if he doesn't blow a tire, and if Kyle Larson—I mean, if, if Kyle Busch doesn't lose his transmission, basically, Kyle Larson probably wins both races at Pocono. Yes. I mean, Larson out, outdueled him absolutely. I mean, it's he's really, really hard to beat right now. So, I think it's very hard to go against Kyle Larson, no matter what you're doing right now. Martin Truex, I agree with you. That should be probably the dog in Group A. Uh, if, if I'm going off of, especially with the theory that I like, Kyle Larson races or practices, he runs Kyle better. Bush. I mean, Kyle, Kyle Busch. Yeah. 
and Kyle Busch 375, that's close for me to jump on that. That's very close. I'm, I'm enticed. Yeah, and I just enticed. think Group A is I'm definitely enticed. one to take a look at. Okay, we got a lot of groups to talk about when we come back on Gone Racing for our final set. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. Our final segment where we're going to finish going through the groups and we get to do our favorite part of the day when we give our picks for everyone, which uh, Brendan and I got kind of unlucky Ugh. last week, but that's the way it Boo. goes sometimes. Boo. So let's move on to Group B. Joey Logano, a guy who you've been very high on with his road course prowess, is the favorite at plus 230. Denny Hamlin, plus 250, who I'm not really sure where he fits in on the road course world. And then William Byron and Alex Bowman are plus 310, two of the hottest guys on the circuit, two guys who have run well every week, but they haven't really established themselves as great road racers. So I think that's a very interesting group. With the stats of what Joey's – remember, we always talk, what have you done for me lately? We used to say that all the time about Jimmy, all the time about you know uh, Jeff before he retired and so that. Joey Logano, what have you done for me lately? He would have, he'd be winning that group. So I'm, I'm, if you're going to go, I think the odds are Joey Logano at plus 230 is not a bad return for that favorite, and I like it. I'm kind of with you. It, 
kind of hard to pick against that one. So Group C, now this one is a very, I, I really think Group C is a very interesting group as well. A.J. Allmendinger, who's on college racing, does not run all the cup races, uh, but he is sort of a road course specialist. Uh, Dinger the Ringer, I guess you might be able to call him <laughs> for this particular ringer. race. Um, I'm calling him this week, telling him that Jeff Motley's <laughs> calling you Dinger the Dinger, Ringer. Dinger the Ringer. And then uh, Ryan Blaney, a guy who's sneaky good on road courses at plus 280, Kevin Harvick, who we talked about off air, is going to run the Xfinity race for B.J. McLeod, but don't think it's really B.J. McLeod's car. I'm sure this is Stuart Haas' car. BJ, just that side BJ's note, got some points. B.J. McLeod in the Xfinity series is entering a Ford with Kevin, a Toyota with Ryan Ellis, and a Chevrolet with Andy Lally. Okay. Thanks, B.J., for um, BJ, I love keeping you, everybody happy. I love you. You keep digging. And if, and if we could run a Dodge, you put a fourth car out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and Christopher Bell's the other plus 300, and I think that's just a figment of him having won the road course race at Daytona. Uh, I think the Harvick thing is so intriguing. It's, it's intriguing. Harvick is a decent road racer. He's not terrible. He's not, you know, uh, I, he's got six top tens, last ten races. I don't dislike it, but this is I, I like to bet this group less than I like Group A. Well, what I like about Harvick, though, is because the number's so big. The plus 300, 300 is, is what I like there, so. All right, Group D. I, and I tell you, our groups, I think, this week are just intriguing. Every one fun. of them. They are Group fun. D, Kurt Busch, a very accomplished road racer, is a favorite at plus 250. We talk about guys' one-offs. Austin Sendrick, he doesn't run that many road course races, but he is a very accomplished road racer. On, an, on a big, big team. Driving a Penske car, plus 270. And his teammate, Brad Keselowski, also plus 270. And Michael McDowell, who always seems to be around on the road courses, is plus 300. Um, I tell you, I, I look at that group right there, and I say – I think that in terms of car, equipment, experience, driver, I like Kurt Busch there. Look, Michael McDowell, we talk about McDowell the times we we bet on him. He's been eighth and seventh in two of the three road races this year. McDowell's accomplished. But putting him up against Kurt, putting him up against Austin, and the Keselowski thing, I'm nervous to bet any money on Keselowski. Yes, Unless he's, he's at Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen, he always seems to run yeah, well. Nowhere but, else. But right now, last week, he had a good run finally for the first time in a long time. But Brad and the whole thing with the with, I don't think he's the in competition meetings anymore. I don't. Yeah. I I am not as high on Brad betting wise because there's too much, uh, there's too much outside the track that we don't know what's going on. So I've kind of put him as a as a no action line for me for most of the year. And to me, Kurt Busch right there, going up against Austin and Michael McDowell. I think Kurt Busch is your easy favorite there. All right, let's look at Group E, another – and I'm kind of, like, wanting to turn this group upside down. Chris Buescher's a favorite, plus 250. I have no idea why because I really don't know that Chris Buescher's that accomplished of a road racer. Tyler Reddick, plus 275, has a lot of experience at Road America. Ross Chastain, who you talked about how well he's run on road courses this year, coming in plus 280. And Daniel Suarez, another guy who really kind of cut his teeth on the road courses in Mexico uh, at plus 285. Boy, I almost would flip that upside down and do it the opposite way. Yeah, I mean, these – of course, come from uh, the Westgate, and I think the Westgate's kind of missed the boat on this one. Uh, I I am heavy, heavy on Ross Chastain in that group. And look, you're talking to a, to a to a media guy now. I'm not a driver anymore. A media guy that you know, there's no love lost between me and Ross Chastain. I think everybody knows the stories of that. And I'm looking at that, going, "Oh my goodness, Ross Chastain plus 280, the dog in that group with, you know, the only one that's a wild card there to me is Tyler Reddick, who he's been running very well. That that 280, that that's one to jump on." 
Uh, yeah, I, I really like I like both those guys that mm -hmm. are long shots. Mm -hmm. I think Suarez has a chance. There's no question Suarez has got to have a little bit of a burst of energy with the news this week. Absolutely. Knowing that, that it, the, the type of equipment they're going to be able to put together. And our last group, Group F, Eric Jones is a favorite at plus 250. Chase Briscoe, who's done an amazing job on road courses in the Xfinity Series, but hasn't really put it together yet in the Cup Series. He and Cole Custer both at plus 270. And Ryan Priest, who had a great run on Sunday at Pocono. Ryan Priest, probably a guy who who's a little bit better driver than the equipment that he's been in this year, comes in at plus 300. I'll be honest with you, if I look at that group right there, I, on paper alone, I like Chase Briscoe because I think he's the best road racer out of the group. But for whatever reason, they just have not been able to put him in that race car and put it together this year. Well, and, and, you know, I'm going to look at the stats of Eric Jones. Eric Jones actually has three top fives on road races. You know what I say about I, Eric Jones. That's that's where I was going. The the problem is it's it's that was with Joe Gibbs equipment. He's with Richard Petty equipment now. Every time I've gone there, I did that at Darlington, and we talked about it at Pocono. That those have been two amazing places for Eric Jones. That the stats showed that Eric Jones was was a great pick, but the team does not. The team just does not perform to the level of the team that he was on in the past. This is another one of those weeks that I have to look at and say, man. Can he perform like he did? A lot of experience there in that, you know, he's run there quite a few times. Can I jump back on the Eric Jones bandwagon? I am not sure, Motley, if I'm ready to jump back on the Eric Jones bandwagon for that one week. When you got Chase Briscoe, who is such a great road racer, I just don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I do know why he's the favorite. I can see it in the stats. I think what we're saying is we're probably going to stay away from that group, I believe. I just, so. Normally I do like ducking into it, but I don't think I'm going to duck into it. And our week. last bet, the team of the race winner before we get into our This picks. is new. This is new. Breaking uh, news. Hendrick Motorsports, a negative on this. Um, penny line. Penny line. Which, uh, penny, yeah, minus 112. Joe Gibbs, though, with Kyle Busch and Truex, two of the four favorites coming in at a plus 225. Uh, that one might be the one that is worth taking a long look at there. Then a uh, big drop-off. Team Penske's plus 600. And then Stuart Haas Racing putting, pretty much putting all their eggs in the Kevin Harvick basket at 16-1. to 1. Chip Ganassi Racing, I think actually Kurt Busch and Ross Chastain, I would probably put them ahead of Stuart Haas right now going into this particular weekend. They're 25-1. to 1. Childers 50-1 to 1 with, with uh, Reddick and Dillon. And then Roush Fenway 66. JTG Jardy 100-1. And the field 10 is 10-1, to to 1, which obviously has Almondinger in the field, I guess, being the, the main the guy colleague. in the field, along with Suarez yeah, and, and, and Bubba Wallace. and JTG already 100 to 1? I mean, that's a team with 100 to 1. Well, it's 100 to 1. So, anyway. So. Can we can we call AJ Almondinger a part of JTG this week? Uh, no, I don't believe we'll be able to. All right, let's take we'll a look try. at our picks from last week. Uh, the big winners were the pit crew. They picked three winners. Of course, like we said, they got very fortunate on the William Byron. But, hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the checkered flag it. falls. They came in uh, with a 2.75 uh. on, on Byron. Also got a big win with Kurt Busch winning Group C. Dude, and they we also had so, Bowman over Harvey. I look, at, I look at mine there. It's like uh, Stuart Haas, I took a flyer. But Larson was right there. Larson was there to win. You kind of just came up short. Almore did not do weekend. much. Ugh. But uh, you, you picked the Harvick over uh, Chase Elliott uh, winner, which you and I both got that one. The only reason I was ahead of you last week is because I also had Keselowski beating Truex. beating Truex. So season totals, uh, I, re season I regressed totals. a little bit. Uh, 6.65. Uh, I'm going to keep talking over this. The microphone no. can't. You can't. Pick group moved over. into the positive over. at a 0 0.9, and Brendan is struggling right now. <laughs> so let's get into our picks this week. The pit crew gets to go first. So I We'll read off the pit crew picks. Well, no, Lasco's first. Lasco's first? That's me. Would you change the rules every No, it's week? always Lasco's okay. first. All right. And I sucked. Okay. Make I stink right now. I got I to gotta get off the schneid here. Say slowly so I can write your picks down. 
play the show back for him. Uh, I'm going to pick a winner this week. I'm going on a winner. I'm going with my theory of the Kyle Busch thing. And Kyle Busch at plus 800 to win the race, uh, to upset the the Chase Elliott-Kyle Larson bandwagon, I'm going him to win the race because, one, I need a big win, and my theory of Kyle Busch. I'm going to go two out of the top threes. I'm going long shots here. I need to hit something big. Ross Chastain has proven to me that he can do some stuff lately, 16 to 1, and A.J. Allmendinger at the 650. Uh, once again, not normal teams that are in that realm. So I'll take those two. I'm going to go one head to head just to get me, make sure I get a little few bonus points on the board. A.J. Allmendinger over Denny Hamlin. I pointed that out. I like it. I think that Dinger can, can outduel Denny Hamlin in a road car very, very easily. Uh, and then my last one. You know, I, do, I, I can't double down on the Ross Chastain in the group, so I'm going Group D, and I'm doing the Kurt Busch Group D pick. I do think that experience, even though he hasn't been there before, uh, will come into play with what he's able to do in a race car or road course. So I got Kurt Busch in that group. Well, you'll be happy to know that unlike last week, you and I only have one of the same All picks right. instead of three. It's probably like Kurt Busch because I know last you. week Because we've already been talking about that. So I'm going to go into the top threes. I'm taking Ryan Blaney because I like the plus 800. I don't really have a strong reason why. I just have a sneaky feeling right. Blaney's going to run well. I'm going into the head-to-heads. I am taking Kyle Busch plus 120 over Martin Trix Jr.'s minus 140. And my other three picks are all in the groups. I'm going to take a chance on that Kevin Harvick Xfinity race. A little bit of experience right. there at plus 300 only because the number is so large. Uh, I am going Kurt Busch in Group D at plus 250. And I'm going to say that there's a shot in the arm coming for Daniel Suarez. I'm taking Daniel Suarez in Group E at plus 285. I like the news coming out. And in our pit crew picks this week, they're going with a couple of top threes. They've got Denny Hamlin plus 375, uh, William Byron at plus 600. They're going with the chalk in Group A with Chase Elliott. Ah. Uh, pit crew likes my thoughts on Daniel Suarez as they're going Daniel Suarez in Group E at plus 285. And they're taking William Byron Ooh. over Joey Logano. After all the numbers I spouted off about Joey Logano, they're going against me. Well, they are going them, against you. So, some working. If you don't bet, you take my bets, go the opposite way. You're going to win some money right now. So, Brandon, we've got about 30 seconds left in the show. I've already screwed up because I forgot to like go over the promo stuff. So, it's too late to do that the show at this point. You can listen to us on Fubo, yeah. Fubo and Sling. Fubo and Sling. Download, download our app on the, in the Apple Play Store and bsin.com and all that good stuff. You can find us many, many different places. Brandon, 20 seconds left. We're going to Elkhart Lake. We're going to Road America, a place that I know is near and dear to your heart. Are you excited about watching on Sunday? You're going to be in Ireland. You're going to be able to watch. I, I will be able to watch. I'll find a way to make it watch. But good luck, everybody. I can't wait to watch this weekend. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Yep. Happy Independence Day. We'll see you next week on Gone Racing. We'll break down Road America. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.